0: Hi everyone, I'm Michaela. For those of you who don't know me, and I'm a leader at Lumination, and this week it's my turn to bring you guys the family news. So, firstly, we have our regular grade ten to twelves hangouts with their leaders on Zoom, um, and the details for that should be on the screen as I speak. Um, and just come hang out. Let's chat. Let's talk about life. Um, things that are encouraging and things that are challenging you and yeah we just want to hear what what life has been like for you and we'll chat about the sermon um and then secondly from the 28th of june our church's outreach week starts so things are going to work just a little differently for us um on the 28th of june which is a Sunday, we are going to have a guest preacher. And his name is Leighton. He's the youth pastor at St. James Church in Kenilworth. And we just really, really, really want to encourage you to invite your friends to watch the sermon. Um, And we want to encourage you to make it an ongoing conversation. So invite them to watch the sermon and then afterwards chat about it so you can do this over zoom you can do this over whatsapp um but we really want to encourage you to to make sure the conversation keeps going um and then the last thing on our list is that on the 3rd of july we are going to be having our horrible movie night 2.0 so if you were at the first one you will know that it was such a vibe, um, and yeah, Gareth chose the most horrible, terrible movie, and so we're so excited to see the next horrible movie he chooses. Uh, so the previous one, we t- sat through the movie, we laughed, we chatted about it, and we made fun about it. It was such a bad movie, and we had such a joll, and it was so funny. So we just want to encourage you to invite your friends to that and join us. So we want to have fun with you and, um, yeah, come make fun of a horrible movie with us on the 3rd of July. So just to recap on the 21st of June, we have our grade 10 to twelves hangouts on the 28th of June, we have our guest preacher and the 3rd of July is our horrible movie night 2.0 Please keep an eye out for on our social media pages, our website, and the Illumination Communication Group for more details on on these events. Um, We are always updating you guys on the details and times and all of that. So just keep an eye out. Um, And that's it from me. So have a great week and enjoy the sermon. Bye.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back to Illumination Youth this morning. Uh, we're going to be continuing our series in Hebrews. The passage today is Hebrews 2 verse 1 to four. So please won't you read with me. Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels, Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the gift of life uh, that you give us each and every day. Lord, we do just pray that you'd help us this morning to see your word clearly. And would you give understanding to us as we try and figure out this passage. Lord, we do just pray also that you'd be at work in our hearts and in our lives and be changing us continually to the glory of you, and to be more Christ-like, day by day. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. In 1962, two American scientists, David Bernays and Charles Sawyer, were exploring an area in Peru, near the town of Yangay. Now, they were busy climbing a mountain just above the town, when they saw a glacier sitting on top of loose bedrock. Now, knowing that this area was prone to earthquakes, they warned the town, and they published an article in the local newspaper, again warning them of this potential avalanche just hanging right above them. But instead of listening to this warning, the government was outraged. They told the two scientists that either they can choose to take back what they had said about their avalanche, or they will be facing prison time. Because the government was not happy with the distress that this caused in the town. And Bernays and Sawyer's had to flee the country and went back home. And most people thought that was the end of the story. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Eight years later, a terrible earthquake shook the surrounding area, and a deadly avalanche came racing down on the town at speeds of roughly 192 kilometers per hour. This avalanche is recorded as the most devastating avalanche to occur in history. It killed around 20,000 people that day, and buried the town almost completely. That town is still there today, buried beneath the rock and sand, and is called a National Cemetery. Our passage that we're dealing with today is very similar to the warning here. The warning that these two scientists gave to the town, knowing what they were talking about, but being totally ignored. It's this passage, well, in this passage, what is being said is pay attention. Pay attention to the warning that is here. So, let's continue in the passage. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away. Now what is drifting? Well, Drifting can be loosely defined as being pushed by a current of some sort or force and not being able to control yourself. Now this is dangerous. This can take you from safety danger, and honestly, anywhere in between. Now, these might be something that you know. Inflatable animals. But most precisely, inflatable unicorns. And there have been more and more stories of people, people floating into the ocean on inflatable unicorns over the last few years. Now, just imagine this, you're at the beach, it's a gorgeous day, the sun's shining, and you've been sunbathing for a while, just relaxing on the beach, enjoying the heat. But then you get a little too hot, and you decide to go and splash around in the ocean. But you bring a companion, you decide to blow up your inflatable unicorn, and you go and ride the waves with it, and eventually you're just floating around, but before you know it, you're swept out to sea. It's quick. Just like that. You can be by the shore one second, and the next half a K out into the ocean. Some of these people are not very lucky, and end up not only just out, stranded in the ocean, not being able to save themselves, but in busy shipping lanes, with nearly 10-story high cargo ships racing by. What this passage is saying is don't drift. Don't drift away from what? Well, the passage says what we've heard. Now, what have we heard? Well, let's continue. Verse two reads, For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Now, it might not seem like it at first, but in this part of the passage, there's a contrast, much like the contrast at the very beginning of Hebrews, the first line, in fact. It reads, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. The comparison here is between the old law and the new salvation. The salvation that has been spoken in the last days by God's son. So what is also trying to tell us here? Well, he is trying to say that Jesus is better. Jesus is better than the old law that relied on yearly sacrifices and completely was encircled around the words of the prophets and the Old Testament. But ultimately everything from that time was pointing to Jesus, the great salvation. There was no saving back then without pointing to the sacrifice that Jesus would be, the Lamb of God. Now, what does this have to do with us today? Because I'm taking it that most of us did not live under that old law. But, that's not exactly the point. Christ is better than our old way of life. That is what this is saying. For the Jews who were being addressed in this letter, that was a life under the law. For us, it is a life under the slavery of sin. We need to realize that... Jesus is better than what we had, than what we served. And that, that is the great truth. So now, let's carry on. So, verse 3 and 4 read as follows, starting halfway through. It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard While God also bore witness, by signs and wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. Now, what this verse is saying. So, it was declared at first by by the Lord, the Lord Jesus. So Jesus taught it. And we look, those who heard, the first Christians who heard Jesus, and confirmed it to be true. Then we also see God was there. God also bore witness by signs and wonders. And we can read about these signs and wonders that took place during the growth of the early church in Acts, but we're not focusing there today. The greatest sign throughout all history, from the beginning to the end, whenever that is, is the sign of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who died for our sins, died once and all, once for all, for all of our sins, took the wrath of God upon himself, so that we might be brought into a new life. And the same Spirit that brought Jesus back to life is the Spirit at work in us today to bring us into the salvation. The Holy Spirit. Now, I have a question for you today. What can cause you to drift? Well, there can be a lot of things. Especially in school life. And it can be at school or at home. It could be relationships. Maybe relationships with a friend, or maybe a group of friends. Maybe a girlfriend, maybe a girlfriend. Maybe it could be family. Or it could be at school. It could be about popularity. Or it could be about being the best at academics. It could be about sports. Always wanting to win. Or it could just be a sin. A love or just that one sin that can cause you to just drift away from the truth. The great salvation. And all of these things are inflatable unicorns. These things. Though they look pretty and, yeah, though they are fun for a while, sooner or later you're going to drift. And you're going to be swept out, cast away into the ocean, into the unknown, where you cannot save yourself. And that is what this is saying. That we must pay closer attention to this great salvation. But now, you might be asking yourself, well, what if I'm not a Christian? What has this got to do with me? Well, this warning is for the whole world. To, to just back that up, let's go to John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So, this is a salvation for the world. And it can be offered to you today. You can receive the salvation by resting your hope in Jesus the saviour of the world to be saved from the condemnation the warning of that deadly avalanche that could come racing down at any moment and this isn't only a warning for those who do not know Jesus this is also a warning for those who do. Pay attention. The author here includes himself when he starts with therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard lest we drift away. He includes himself and that includes all of us. We must pay attention to the salvation because this salvation tree is the only salvation. It's the only way to be saved from the wrath of God. It is the only way to be right with God. The old way of living, whether it's the law or something else, wasn't good enough. Even trying our very best to be Good, righteous, everything falls short. It is only by proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and accepting the forgiveness that He offers through His death and resurrection that we can make, be made right with Him. And I pray that today we will all be reminded to pay attention to this. Pay attention to this great, great salvation. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you came down for us. Thank you that you took all our sin and shame upon yourself and that you died for us. And thank you, Lord, that you did not only just die, but you were resurrected, Lord, and that the same Spirit The mighty power that brought you up back to life is the power at work within those who believe today. And it's that same spirit that works in the hearts of those who don't believe, turning them to you. Lord, I do just pray that you'd help us pay closer attention to what, well, to this salvation and what you have to say about yourself and your word. I pray that we will not. Rest our lives on those inflatable unicorns, Lord, that so easily drift away. Lord, we do just pray that you'd be at work in us and help us heed this warning that ultimately points to you as Saviour. And we pray this all
0: in Jesus' name. Amen.